Hi everybody and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today we're going to be talking about what a fun date night looks like to your wife and why she doesn't know um, how, you know, what fun sex looks like to you and how you keep missing each other in these key ways because of a lack of empathy. And before we get to that, I must tell you to subscribe. I am closing in on 125 subscriber episodes more um, by the time you hear this, and it will be um, awesome for you to get 25% more listening for only um, however much it costs that. Uh, probably it's going to go up because <laughs> there's just more and more and more episodes. Um, but anyway, if uh, that is too expensive for you, you can get increased interaction with me for $4.99 a month in my Facebook group, and that's fun too. So anyway, um, the most recent one was what does a healthy compromise look like in your sex life? That's the most recent subscriber episode. Okay, so a lot of women want date night and guys try to do it, but then it turns out terrible. The woman hates the date. Um, it's either boring or it's like literally terrible, like the like bad, aversive. Sometimes neutral is, you know, better, you know, than, than I mean, neutral is always better than shitty. But, you know, boring is what nobody's aiming for their wife to be like. That was like super boring. And women don't say this, but like, you know, you can tell. You can tell if your wife is not really kind of there on your date night. And it's not just because of her. Like, it's probably because of you too, but like everything. So what do women want on a date night? Well, first of all, they usually want two things. You know, there's different kind of women. So a highly sensitive woman, highly sensitive person wants deep conversation. So I made you 100 date night questions on my this was like years ago. I think I wrote this in 2014 and the questions still remain. And if you don't like my questions, use other questions from the internet. But either way, you should have some new discussion topics at the ready. It's like so uh, disappointing to a highly sensitive woman who thinks deeply all day that on the date night that she's been looking forward to for weeks, y'all are just talking about stupid shit, which includes the kids or logistical planning or, you know, just random ass, like, same kind of small talk about work and the home and the home renovation and contractor or whatever it is that you would talk about if you were in front of the television. So that's, like, really disappointing. And if you say, why doesn't she bring up the topic she wants to talk about? Well, I mean, usually, quite honestly, she does all the time. And you kind of wiggle out of it because <laughs> you don't like to talk on that level or you always seem to get it wrong or whatever. So uh, if she really never has brought up deep conversations, then yeah, certainly she should. But usually the dynamic that I see is more like the woman like most nights of the week is like, you know, wanting to talk and converse and stuff. So she's looking forward to the date night being like the one time that he's going to initiate some sort of interesting conversation over dinner. And that's why there should be a meal with date night. It should not just be drinks in a loud bar or just like a movie or a show. I will get to who likes that in a second, but it's not going to be your highly sensitive woman that really wants to talk and bond on a deep emotional level. Now, if she's not a highly sensitive person and she's more of an avoidant person and she doesn't like emotions, she doesn't like emotional expression, then then a show or a concert or a comedy show or whatever is really the way to go. 
because this, you know, it, it's fun. It's exciting. It's something you don't usually do. And if she is not somebody who wants to have a deep conversation, if you instead are the person who's always initiating the deep conversations and she's the one that's kind of wiggling away from it, then do not stress her on a date night. She's looking forward to something that is a fun respite from the norm. You know, and so you got to really empathize with her and be like, huh, what does she want? She wants some fun thing. So let's go do like axe throwing or like, you know, a cooking class or a paint night or like one of these activity things. Highly sensitive women, they may like, you know, this stuff too, but generally what they really feel close when you do is like a deep conversation. So try to do that. Um, and use these date night questions, things like, what's your favorite memory of us when we were dating? Um, what, what is the most important thing that you learned this year from, you know, being at work or what is the best victory that you've had as a mom this year? You know, like whatever, some deep thing that you can, again, like, I don't want to waste my time telling you examples when you could like literally I have a post about this also you could download the paired app I get nothing from telling you to do that but it is an app and I use it it's fun and it gives you little questions every day for use with your partner you both download it but you know if you really do not know there's also uh you could google New York Times 36 questions to fall in love you could use some of those and you don't have to like write these on your arm you know like you you can be open about taking out your phone and saying I actually wrote down some things for to talk about that I research and your wife if she's a highly sensitive person will definitely think this is cute because it means that you care and she's always wanting evidence that you think about her during the day and this is evidence that you thought about her and you pre-planned something so never lie never be like oh I was just wondering you know what did you learn from your mother about intimate relationships like don't be fake you know she's gonna hate that she's gonna know it's not you so just be real and in fact you get extra credit for planning it's the same thing as if she did some crazy thing in bed would you be like oh no the fact that you went to the store ahead of time to buy lingerie just really makes this feel not spontaneous or genuine to me no fuck no you would be like wow not only are we having sex but she thought about it before whoa that's even better right so it's the same thing for women with planning. Women love planning. And the more emotionally avoidant women who don't like deep conversations also like planning. So you don't have to be like, oh, well, do I see some axe throwing in the distance randomly? No, you'd be like, wow, I looked this thing up and my friend said that he went with his wife and I thought it sounded cool, so I called and now we're here because I thought you would like it, you know? Any preparation looks really, really positive to anybody of any gender. Now, some of you are like, what do you mean she doesn't know what I like in bed? Because maybe you're just like had some, you know, fell on your head and had a concussion and don't remember all my previous podcasts, but you're still insisting that she must know what you like in bed because she used to do it in 2002. You know, she doesn't fucking remember that because it was so long ago. And again, she was drunk on new love. She was like, it's basically like being drunk. She kind of doesn't even really remember that sex she remembers the deep conversations a hell of a lot more than the sex because that's what's important to her. And honeymoon stage is like being out of your mind on a drug because it is being on a drug. Uh, the drug of new love, dopamine, oxytocin, adrenaline, all these things, this cocktail of honeymoon stage limerence. And she doesn't fucking remember what she did. And also, she really doesn't, much like how you think that the date night is never going to be the same as whatever crazy proposal you did, hopefully, 
um, then she thinks the same thing about sex now versus sex when she was 25. She's like, well, of course, there's no overlap with that. Obviously not. You know, same as you think, obviously, I'm not going to hire a fucking skywriter on a random ass Thursday when we have a babysitter for 88 minutes, you know, like, no, like, obviously not. But she would like that just like you would like the honeymoon style sex. But nobody really realizes this if this isn't what they themselves value. So that's why you listen to this. You know, and so if your wife has always been fairly bored and or unfulfilled by your date nights, you can really usually equate that to how you have felt in bed. And you could be like, well, shit, maybe if I was bringing some more of my A game in the way that she needs it and wants it, then she would feel so loved that she, not in a tit for tat way, because it is rare that a woman will be like, well, that was a nice date night. I think he's going to get a blowjob. Like some women think like that, but like it's rare. But that she would actually feel close, warm, connected, romantic, more like she did at the beginning when she was doing things like giving you blowjobs, etc., etc. So you really have to always think, am I a perfect person No. Should I maybe get down the cross and stop being such a martyr, you know, and get like, stop telling myself that I'm the victim? Yes, I should. Because probably I am disappointing my partner in exactly the same ways that, you know, that she's disappointing me. I mean, not the exact same ways, but the way in which she is not doing exactly what I want and I'm not doing exactly what she wants. So I should just get down off the cross and stop being a martyr. The martyr act is very bad. That is what you should be in couples counseling for. If your wife has ever been like, oh, poor you, here we go. You know, yeah, that's a snarky remark, but you got to interrogate it. Because a lot of guys say, oh, I try to do date night. I try to do date night. It's so, you know, hard to figure out what she wants because she never tells me. And then I'm like, what did you do? And they're like, oh, well, you know, she got the babysitter. Strike one. And then we went to the same place that we went to all the time with no reservations. Strike two. And then, you know, I I made a couple of blowjob jokes, you know, just so that she kind of got in the mood. Strike three. And you're out. And this date night was worse than if you stayed at home and watched something on TV because you actually fucking wasted money to make her like you less. How stupid, right? And women do the same thing. It's like, oh, I had sex with him. You know, they'll report in couples counseling. I did what you want. I had sex with him. Oh, yeah, how? Well, you know, how long did it last? What'd you do? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, it was, I think it was maybe uh, four to six minutes. And uh, he seemed to, you know, really like it. I can't really tell because, you know, I was pretty much half asleep. But he should be happy that we're doing anything because that's progress, right? I mean, like, no, you know, I mean, I guess in some real, real metaphorical sense, your four minutes of sexual intercourse that you endured is progress, but it probably made him more depressed. Just like the shitty date night at like TGI Fridays or whatever made you feel more depressed. So everybody who's acting like a martyr that thinks that, you know, they're doing their tiny little bit of work and they should be getting this huge gratitude bolus and, you know, from their from their significant other is is, you know, delusional. Like, don't be delusional. That's going to be my new catchphrase of this show. Don't be delusional. Don't tell yourself that. Because you are doing like the literal, like bottom of the barrel effort to speak somebody's love language that then they are going to be jumping up and down for joy because they're not. 
So just to kind of then uh, summarize, for the date night in a very practical way, if there are children involved, young children, you get the babysitter, you tell her when it's going to be, you book a reservation at someplace nice, you're always complaining that she never looks nice anymore. What the fuck does she have to dress up for, right? I mean, if you're not taking her anywhere, nothing. She goes nowhere. She does nothing. I'm sure you've heard this. So if you want her to dress up and look nice and be sexy and be in the same headspace that she used to be in in the early relationship, you're never going to recover the honeymoon stage. You're not 25 anymore either. But if you want her to be in the zone for feeling sexy, then take her somewhere that is sexy and fun and different where women are dressed up. And, you know, if you don't want her to only be schlepping around in sweats, a common thing that I hear from men to the point that I have a podcast about it when you don't like how your wife dresses, which you should look up, which I totally understand. Women don't find it very attractive for men to schlep around in sweats either, by the way. So then give yourselves both a reason to be dressed up, look different than usual. You know, she doesn't have to worry about the sitter. It's a nice place. You know, she can get a cocktail. She can relax. You guys are going to have fun. It's like, you know, a different from the norm. At the stage of monogamy that everybody listening is at, different from the norm is almost unilaterally good, uniformly good rather, you know, because like everything's so boring. (laughs) You got kids, like you do the same shit all the time because that's what's good for kids. It's good for them to have a routine. That's good for their little developing sense of self and attachment. You know, we do the same thing, family dinner, then we do this, then we do that. Okay, cool. That's nice. But like adults, you know, you've already lived, feels like a thousand lives by like noon. And it's like, it can be onerous to be an adult. So why not give each other fun, sexy respites from this, like, you know, monotony? I mean, really, like, if you look at it, like, very practically, instead of getting your ego involved and who did more and I try when you don't really try and whatever, whatever, then you could see, oh, my spouse is probably fucking bored with their whole life. And maybe I could do a little bit to help them, whether that's in the sexual realm, if you're a woman to a man or in the case of a lower libido, you know, flip it, but the genders, if you need to, whatever. Or in the case of a woman, I, I as a man could give my wife a fun, exciting date of whatever genre she, given her natural predilection to enjoy or not enjoy emotional conversations, would like to have. And also, add in another location. That's always a baller move. And it's not just dinner. It's dinner, and then it's drinks somewhere else. Or, you know, if she doesn't drink, then it's dinner one place and dessert in another place. Or if she doesn't drink and she doesn't fucking eat, then take her on, you know, to get her salad, and then you take a walk. But that one kind of sucks. When people try to put the fucking walk in, this is just an aside. You know, you get a little extra practical advice. Whenever she's wearing shoes that she could walk in, unless she is like obsessed with physical fitness, then it's not romantic. You know, you got your sneakers on. There's only so much romantic it can go, except for young people that wear sneakers everywhere, even with their, you know, party dresses. You people are not these people. So have her dress nicely. If she's wearing her, and this doesn't mean that you can't exercise together and that's not fun because it is. I even have a podcast about that, why you should exercise with your spouse. But let's try like, all right, exercise is one bucket. Romantic date is another bucket. So if you're taking a jog to dinner, how good are you going to look at dinner? Not very good. You know, how good are you going to smell at dinner? Not very good. So, you know, go for a run 
and then come back, shower, get dressed, and go to dinner. Like, you know, like adults, like people on a date. A video camera following you around with no audio track should know that you're on a date. You know, it should be like, oh, that couple's on a date, which you wouldn't know if everybody was in sweatpants because y'all wanted to, like, fucking multitask your walk and your date. Like, calm down. We don't have to be that efficient. All right, I hope that you guys got at least one valuable pearl of wisdom out of this. And please do subscribe and please do join my Facebook group and follow me everywhere because sometimes Facebook shuts me down if I curse or whatever I do. And, you know, share a meme with a penis or something, not a real penis, like a joke about a penis. But if you follow me on all the other platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Uh, Even Twitter, I'm trying to tweet every so often, but that's kind of a dumpster fire. I hate Twitter. But anyway, yeah, follow me those other places. And then if I get booted off Facebook, you will still always know where I am. All right, talk to y'all soon. Have a good day.